I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Legends Only. My name is T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast where we talk about Legends Only. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have some number ones to discuss. Number one to infinity and what was that album called? Yeah, number one to infinity. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I almost said infinity and beyond, but. Well, that was the Buzz Lightyear collab. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana got that number one. Sure did. This week. Debuted. Yeah, and. Yeah, and number one. Her seventh number one. Oh. Mm-hmm. She actually didn't start hitting number ones until, I believe, Thank You Next era, which oh, is interesting. the yes. Because she deserved well before that, like Break Free and... One Last Time. And One Last Time. Did that go number one? And to you. No. Actually, I have it right here because I was very curious, like, why, when she started Do getting... Dear. I was, yes, I was Ariana Grande number ones. How many number ones does she have? She's tied with Taylor, right? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Tying with Taylor for the most among women. Get a good lawyer. More on that later. Okay. Started off in 2018 with Thank You Next. Wow. Seven, seven Rings. Stuck With You with Justin Bieber. Rain On Me with Lady Gaga. Bob! Grammy Award winning! <laughs> Positions. Oh. Save Your Tears with The Weeknd. Oh. Die For You with The Weeknd. Oh. And Yes And. But yeah, we... One more time. One more time. Into you. You know, there's a level of taste that God is a woman, you know? No tears left to cry. No tears left to cry. She loves a staircase. She does. The higher the ponytail and the higher staircase to heaven. Closer to a number one. Closer. (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. But uh, congratulations to Ari, who continues to be unveiling. Uh, I think she's on her fifth album cover of the moment. Did you see the latest? Yep, the pony, double pony, double pony power. Very yeah, be your own fucking best friend. Oh, I think it's her leaning on herself. That's I. That's a sleigh. I like that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Considering the first four were just like, hey, ha, ha, ha. ha. <laughs> just like doing the macarena and, and like... all blurry to match her vision. But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see where we go next with this. But it is a, officially a hit. So take that, Twitter gays who yeah, called it haters. mid. Yeah, haters. It also goes off, by the way. By the way, it goes off because. Well, yes. Well, yes. And, and. this past, uh, well, yesterday <laughs> night, played twice, mm-hmm. and the girls were living. So a bop Ate is a bop. Bop is a bop. It's true. Thanks for coming out to Well, Yes. Well, yes. <laughs> also, speaking of Ariana, did you see the post on Instagram of like them rapping Wicked, and it was the shadows of yes. the two characters? Miss Glinda, yes. Yeah, she's starting. She's, she's ending. They're done. She's really upset about it. She said she wishes she could film with this crew forever. And she got matching tattoos with um, Cynthia Erivo. Oh. Yeah. Of like what? Uh, What would you get for Wicked? The name of the the song that they do together. Defying Gravity? No. That's Wicked, right? Yes, it is. But they got a tattoo. Hold on. I'll show you. I think they even took the picture together. A witch hat? Oh, yeah. It says... For good, that's the name of the song. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's actually cute. I don't like tattoos, but that's cute. <laughs> I don't believe in anything being permanent. Well, we all slowly um, return to the land once we pass, so I think yeah. nothing's really permanent, and yes, nothing and. really matters. Yes, and <laughs> nothing really matters. More, more on, on that, that later too. Show. Well, Ariana wasn't the only one to go number one this week. We have some, <laughs> yeah, that's right, shockingly like bizarre petty but also news. slay news. The petty top fifty. Yeah, <laughs> the current iTunes chart is so wild and oh. literally causing mayhem. Yeah, yeah. So there is a certain man who released a song called "Selfish." Yes. this week. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, as you just watched that dust bowl ball fly past your window, yeah, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> but Britney has a song called "Selfish" on Femme Fatale. The girls who know know. Some would say it's called "Sailfish." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if you really know. Uh, 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 uh. Be a little sailfish. Climbing the charts. Climbing the iTunes chart briefly. Briefly. Yeah, she did go number one for a hot second. Yes. Currently lingering at two. Yes. Which is still higher than the other one. Uh Uh-huh. Underneath Ben Shapiro. We are in a really um, dark timeline. I thought things were getting better. No, this... This is not... The top four is causing mayhem. Yeah. It is... The funny part of all of this is... Well, number one, it's iTunes, and I feel like that means... First of all, I don't even think Gen Z knows what iTunes is. No. It's this a separate is app now that you can delete off your phone. Seven adult elder millennials fighting over the number one spot on iTunes using their $7. Like, <laughs> I think that's all that is. But also, it's funny because it did prompt all of these outlets to cover this. So now, 
everything from Forbes to whatever, everything is Billboard covering about it. Britney's Selfish, which is just funny because it's truly such a random song that nobody except for the standum knows. So I do appreciate that. And Selfish is great. So Slay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Pettiness won. I would have preferred Seal It With A Kiss if we're going to yeah, give Femme we're Fatale send... more justice, mm-hmm. but... I get it. Or Trip To Your Heart. I know. It's just, I guess it was really sitting right there. Yeah. Same title. I did see, like, Stan's Xing, tweeting, whatever, about, like, oh, release a song called this next (laughs) so we can make it chart. Oh, yeah. When he releases Inside Out. Oh. (laughs) But, yeah, that is, uh, that's the iTunes charts, everybody. I am excited to see where the streams land. Yeah, because that's the actual telltale of if anybody's listening. Yeah, because Femme Fatale did fall on like the fence of we were buying it on iTunes and oh, Spotify yeah. wasn't really like the thing yet. Oh, yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see what... Do you dare? Yeah. I agree. I don't know if it's being streamed, but we'll see. We'll have to wait and see and we'll let you know next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll let you know next week if it's on the today's top hits. Yeah, if it's on official charts, mm-hmm. charts data. Yeah. Well, this is called Legends Only for a reason. And this week, a lot of our legends collided. Oh, what's that song? Collide. Oh. Yeah, Leona Lewis. Yes. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, it was a real legend on legend affair this week. Something was in the air, something was happening. I'm feeling it. Well, this was a great week to be a Sarah Michelle Gellar fan from start to finish because she kicked off the week by going to Vegas, seeing Miss Kylie Minogue at Voltaire. And I will also point out that Sarah has been there from the beginning. She was talking about Kylie on Late Night, like when Can't Get You Out of My Head came out, and she Uh, was talking about Kylie's butt. She's, She's been in the trenches. Yeah, she was there with her gaze. They took photos together backstage. You know, I don't want to claim that I'm responsible. But it's just interesting timing that I kicked off my Buffy first ever binge watch and followed Kylie all over the country and world last year. This is the ultimate final answer to my what I did. This is this is manifestation. It kind of is. My year was like all SMG and Kylie and to see them take a selfie together was like, okay. You manifested Kylie and SMG. I manifested John Summit and Dom Dalla. It's very on the same level. And yes. Kygo and Ava. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I had no involvement. This is absolutely nothing to do with me, but yeah. it feels like the universe is aligning. It does. It feels like a gift and we were blessed. So you're welcome, everyone, basically <laughs> is what I'm saying. And also SMG like posted a very mothering caption along with it which just proved that I stand the right one. She said, Vegas, hi, if you can, go see Kylie at Venetian. The theater is amazing. It's a major vibe. Best night with the boys and the woman I call mother. Wow. Mother, mother. Don't call me mother. (laughs) And then she capped off the week by appearing on Drag Race season 16. And I'm not even being biased. The comments are flying in that she was one of the best guest judges they've ever had. She talked so much. She gave so much constructive criticism and had good feedback as an actor and a performer. She did the Untucked and she talked about the drag bands and how important it was to be an ally and be outspoken. I mean, mothering all over. So 
she talked about how she's a slayer, so she's been slaying bitches forever. It was just oh, it wow, was the buffassants, the buffassants. We're ready. I'm ready for her to appear in something like worth her talent. Now, I keep saying it like a White Lotus moment, a I guess maybe a Ryan Murphy moment, something where they like give the Renaissance traitors, traitors, no. <laughs> Salt Lake City, <laughs> yeah, literally receipts, vampires, <laughs> stakes. <laughs> Well, speaking of traders, not sponsored, but I just saw that it's like their number one show on Peacock. Some, yeah. Oh yeah, and I'm sure. Charlie XCX tweeted that oh, her yeah. next album is very Salt Lake City. Yes, which literally I have no idea what that means. No, but I do know. I believe she just broke up with her man, oh. so I think chaos is going to ensue. So I think that maybe that aligns with the general vision, the mood board for this album. Wow, watch out, everybody! But yeah. So I still need to watch Buffy. You do. You absolutely do. It's a we're but we're getting you chugging right along for those who who missed it. Oh my god! Breaking news, everybody! I finally watched Drop Dead Gorgeous. You're welcome, everyone. This was my demand, my next pick for him to watch. I'm slowly giving him movie ideas. However, thanks to the live chat we just had, we now have an actual document. Oh yeah, the um our Patreon subs mm-hmm. are. Preparing a ranked tier list of priority, basically of what I need to catch up on. As you explained during the live chat, between the years ninety six to two thousand three, you were outside, yeah, playing, and you did not have time for movies. So you missed uh, for everything from Cruel Intentions to The Craft to Drop Dead Gorgeous to uh, just and Scream. A lot of these. So we are slowly catching you up. I was a an outside kid until The Sims. <laughs> it's just like a, sneaking in to a, watch MTV. A slight cultural blind spot, but we're filling you in, and now you're start. There's like references you'll get in like future films and pop culture that are like, oh, from that movie. Well, want to know what really creeped me out in that movie? Uh-huh. So I'm sitting there watching this. Yeah, you know the edibles hitting. Yeah, and the one girl during her talent performance when she's doing that like spoken word. Oh, the dramatic model. Yeah. She's like the year. 2024. 2024. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what? How did she know? Oh my God. Especially when you're edible, that was probably hitting really hard. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And I'd like rewind it. I was like, did she just say that? Or am I falling asleep? Oh my God. But Alice and Janney in this movie was so fucking good. Ate up the roll. So many quotes. (laughs) Do you think a nice cool mint would help if I shoved it up your ass? (laughs) Like Loretta needs a spinoff. Did Loretta, she have a spin-off? No, but it would be beautiful. Yeah, Loretta stole the show, but also, now you also got to see young Denise Richards. Yes. You know, you understand. Very Regina George. Absolutely. Like Regina George was totally inspired Absolutely. by this character. Yes. I feel like this was one of the premier dark comedies that definitely inspired the the meanness of mean girls for yeah. sure. Yeah. Also, who came first, Loretta or <laughs> Lorraine on Mad TV? Oh, I believe Loretta because it's literally Lorraine you're right oh two queens oh so good my obsession with the Minnesota accent Mount Rose beauty pageant yeah. all of it <laughs> going to Mount Rose <laughs> the late Brittany Murphy with one of the the best he's gay, he's gay dad. Peter's gay. she's skinny Amber she's not deaf <laughs> I have heard people say that yep. so many times, and I'm like, I don't get it. Who's Amber? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm so glad you saw it. It's not like the most obvious one, as we pointed out, is hard to find. 
it's not even on streaming at the moment, which is actually a crime against humanity, but it's essential. It's it's like such a core part of my humor and personality. There were a couple of things in there that I would have, you know, I was like, oh, we said that? The two th- I told you the 2000s were quite a time. 99, 2000. Yeah. We said words then that we don't now. That's for sure. Some people still do. Some people do. But anyway, we stand. Can't wait to see what is going to be on the list next. I heard I Wild Things, mm-hmm. Cruel Intentions, mm. The Craft, The Scream series, First Wives Club. Yeah. We're going to get you through it. I'll get I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> well, another legend met another legend. That's true. At Dior, Rihanna met Natalie Portman and was fangirling. Oh my god. Over her. So good. Rihanna is so tall. I don't think she is. I think she was wearing something tall. Oh. Because I think she's not. Cuz like in the video that she did with Michaela the Mua uh-huh. on TikTok, she's like 7 feet tall higher than her okay well she's five foot eight which is really yeah oh yeah i thought she was like six three okay natalie is my height i think she's five oh no she's shorter she's five three so that's why so a five three natalie meeting five eight rihanna probably in crazy heels probably did look crazy slay yeah pint-sized queens pint-sized queens but yeah she she dubbed her something what did she say to her Oh, she was just like, you're so She's hot. the hottest bitch yeah. in Hollywood. Loved that for her. Natalie's like, oh my God, I'm going to faint. Yep, Natalie didn't get that, you know, May-December nomination, but she got that seal of approval from Rihanna, which is even better, in my opinion. That's all you need. Exactly. She said, I am a fucking fan. You're one of those hottest bitches in Hollywood forever. You do the most innocent look, and I'm like, ah. True. It's true. She didn't lie. Also this week on SNL... Speaking of Mean Girls, yeah, Regina George of <laughs> This Was Me Then, This Is Me Now, <laughs> basically a promo. Oh my God, yeah. Regina's of the past and present all met and did the <laughs> Spider-Man meme. Wait, is yes. Megan the Stout, is she a Regina too? So she's in that new, she collabed with Renee. Right. And they, she was Regina in the video. So oh, okay. That's got how it, she it, gets it. to be uh, Regina as well. Yes. Yeah, this was a Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. Regina on Regina action. I'm glad that Ra- Rachel McAdams is like back in the fold of like acknowledging Same. the legend. Because for a moment there, she was sitting out on that Walmart commercial and she said, no thanks, I choose yeah, my own destiny. okay, Posh Spice. Yes, it Regina was giving Posh. So I'm glad that she's like giving into it now. Yep, Renee performed with Megan. And uh, who's that queen? She does the Prosecco? I'm still not over it. But I will get over myself. Who's, it's fine. Who's this queen? <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I sit here. I just admitted I've never seen like First Wives Club. I know. I saw Clueless for the first time like last year. I know. So, but you're getting there. <laughs> like I said on the live chat, I was fighting the fight for Superficial by Hattie Montag when no one cared. When it sold a thousand copies in its first week. More And now... That. <laughs> I get to say I was ahead of my time. You absolutely were. So, anyway, well, <laughs> speaking of legendary meetups, yeah, the rats will soon be meeting all of you at Joanne's Trattoria, <laughs> not sponsored, announcing drag shows. Drag me to Joanne's. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like something that should have been happening from the beginning. Lady Gaga's family restaurant in New York City 
where we famously um we talk about it weekly. We've gone a few times. Yeah, I've gotten chicken parm twice. Yeah, uh, seafood mac here. The the restaurant owned by her parents, Joe and Cynthia, will launch a weekly drag show series beginning on Valentine's Day. Wow, I guess they lifted the drag ban. I guess. <laughs> her father must be pleased, the Republican that he is. Jupiter Genesis. Allegedly. Well, no, he's well, tweeted yeah. it. <laughs> Jupiter Genesis will host the shows held every Wednesday. And will feature various drag queens throughout the month of February. And the evening promises ample Lady Gaga action for fans of the artist. Doors at 6, shows at 7, running till 9, no cover charge, just your meal. Which is actually amazing. You just get to go eat at a restaurant anyway, and then there's a drag show. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I think we might have to do this one week. Oh, I absolutely want to go. Just like... Right in front of my chicken parm. Yeah. <laughs> You're do- yes! Go off, queen! <laughs> You're doing Donatella, and I'm trying to eat my salad. <laughs> I Yeah, the rats will be coming out of the kitchen to clap and applaud, applaud, applaud. Oh, my God. <laughs> the thing is, it's like, I could see a movie, like Ratatouille, but like set in Joanne. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, this A was- drag queen comes to New York mm-hmm. to make it big. This was sent to us many times, obviously. This is a... a uh- a very much of interest for the pod news item. And who knows, maybe it'll it'll continue as as a successful franchise for the Germanatas while she's busy question mark in the studio, being a clown. Yeah, I feel like she's doing VO for Joker 2. Right. I'm not convinced pickups. quite yet. I'm not convinced. But yeah, we'll no, see. me neither. We'll see though. Maybe- I saw the Nurtech oh. ad again on YouTube. Oh. You know what I just realized, like couldn't she, wouldn't she, at some point, make a cameo? Probably unannounced. You know? Yeah. Oh, my God. Because that would be madness. And I do it's think... a small space. I actually... Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like Little Monsters will, like, pack the place waiting for the cameo every time. And all they're going to get is a uh, fire safety hazard. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Hopefully nobody's throwing up paint on you while you're eating. <laughs> Remember the art oh, of that era? Oh, God. Or, like... <laughs> Puking the slime up. Yes. Don't eat wow. the seafood. <laughs> I just watched Drop Dead Gorgeous. She ate my heart. My mother said, don't eat anything that carries its house around. <laughs> you don't know the last time it's been cleaned. Is it Such that true? Huh? Like, that's so true. It's like, so true. Why would you want to eat a crab that, like, shits in its shell? Like, It's delicious. I eat it all Ew, up. no. Well. Fish are friends, not food, first of all. And the scene from Shark Tale where the shrimp begged to not be eaten uh-huh. convinced me. I convinced me. <laughs> I know that was you know very what? traumatizing. I feel so bad for them. They're so cute. I'm gonna be eating my seafood person. mac while you're horrified, and we're listening to fucking Born This Way ball. <laughs> See, like that's a VO job that I want. It's like one of those little shrimp. I know you. You're destined to be a little shrimp in you're an a animated good person. <laughs> and then it's just like <laughs> one day. One day. Add it to the list. <laughs> Anywho. My Stephanie Jeromato. Now that she's in actress mode. She is in actress mode, despite what... I mean, I don't know. I still think if it's music, I just think it's for Joker. I don't know. Yeah, or it's pickups, like... Not convinced. Yeah, because in a movie, I mean, you guys will probably know this, but, like, you redo most of your lines in, like, a studio after. Yeah. Because when you're on set... You know? Yeah, and we know that she's from the paparazzi footage singing like on the steps of the stairs and everything like that. So maybe they're fully recording those songs, obviously. We'll see. Yeah. 
Well, the Oscar nominations are out. And <laughs> did you have to go back to therapy again? Or <laughs> I only one session so far. The live chat uh, audience knows that I was so incensed by the Barbie discourse that I actually did talk about it to my therapist later that night. <laughs> the Oscar nominations are out. Of the films, Barbie got eight nominations, including we've got I'm Just Ken and uh, what was I made for for best original song? If I'm just Ken wins that, I'm just gonna say then we can bring there the will discord. be we can there will riot. be a riot. Yeah, I I agree with you because in my opinion that was the worst part of the movie. Mm, a like, lot of people loved cut. that. Why? A lot of people love Ken. A lot. Of people. Why? I, anyway, <laughs> I would have personally cut that out of the movie, but that's <laughs> I'm not a director. Okay, I'm just a gay with a podcast, so. Well, you're not nominated for Best Director, and neither is Greta, and that's why everyone is mad. I'm uh, Best that's... Director of this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Basically, my whole thing, and I will keep it short, is that Margot made the movie. She is the producer. And because I covered the campaign extensively for work, I watched a lot of her interviews. And she was so proud of the fact that she got her foot in the door, made Mattel make this movie happen, despite all the odds of possibly fucking up the franchise and making fun of it and you know she she swore it would be a billion dollar thing she won it was a billion dollar franchise biggest selling movie of 2023 nominated for best picture if that wins she wins that oscar she she gets that she did not get lead actress and people are mad about that it was shocking because like obviously it's such a big movie but it's not a film that got overlooked either it got eight nominations for a movie that isn't oscar bait anyway it's like a fun movie and the Oscars are like heavy drama, yeah. whatever. I'm like, that's wonderful for a movie that was like very mass appeal commercial. Like I thought she was great, but then you have, you know, which people are overlooking best supporting actor was Ryan, which everyone is pissed about, you know, Ken, but not Barbie. But then America Ferrera got supporting actress. So like there's one of each an actress and actor in supporting. It's not like he got lead actor. Um, yeah, well. um, And then of course, Greta got, Adapted screenplay, which is a little fucked because adapted means you're basing it on like oh something previous else. work, yeah. And they cited the Barbie dolls as like the original work, but there's no written text there to adapt. So I feel like that is a weird those old CGI movies. It, oh my god, probably <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of a weird moment, but I just think the success of the movie has to do with those two, Margot and Greta, making it that way. Like right, like making it happen was more of the win. Yeah. It's not like a patriarchy issue because the, those women made the movie happen. I don't know. I, I don't feel particularly... The directing one, I could have the conversation more because that's an in, really interesting. That, yeah, I, that was the only one where I was like, oh, mm. how do you not honor, like, at yeah. least nominate mm -hmm. the director of the biggest movie of the year? Yeah, yeah. Is weird. Yeah, but, but you know, her words are nominated, so she could still win an Oscar. Margot could still win an Oscar. I just, yeah. For me, I also felt like Barbie was very much an ensemble victory. Like, I felt like all of the parts of Barbie made it great. I didn't really feel like it was just all on Margot as much as it was like weird, Agreed. weird bar Barbie. It was everyone. Alan. Made it. Like, I, yeah. So, I the Barbie verse. The Barbie verse. And oh, I, and production design got nominated, which oh, is like one yeah. of the best parts of the movie is totally. the set design. And I do think it sort of speaks volumes if like you're only mad about like the actress category it means how little you think about other categories being 
Yeah, where was this energy when Burlesque got snubbed? Exactly. Well, yes, that's Express that too. for best song. How about that? <laughs> where was the hashtag Hillary Barbie tweet for that? <laughs> hashtag I, Hillary Express. Hashtag Hillary Express. You haven't seen the last of me. <laughs> like, where was that energy? Hashtag Hillary Wagon Wheel with Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that. Uh, I can't. But I just see the humor in everything now because it's. It's you also funny. To. I and I didn't actually care at all about the discourse until I saw that LA Times article that I can't believe even ran that was like I bet people want to throw some of the academy members out the window for that one. Okay, like, relax. We all it's... need to really relax here. Was it the same one that did the Gaylor? No, but I mean some writers are on one right now, I will say. I just think it was so over the top and it's about oh this exactly demonstrates how the movie the movie's theme and I'm like they made the movie. That I, yeah, I just... If you liked Ken in the movie, it's because Greta wrote him and Margot produced it. Yeah. So, I don't How know. How about that? I haven't paid attention. Number one, I just saw Drop Dead Gorgeous like yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have not been paying attention to the Oscars since yeah. ever. <laughs> and I can't even speak to the other performances because I haven't seen so many of them, but... I question how many of those people saw any of the other performances, but got mad about, you know. Where was the, the Meg 2? Where was the Meg 2? Like. Let's talk about it. What about her? <laughs> Meg, nominated for Best Actress. <laughs> what about Meg M3 again? Uh, where is she? Where is her lead actress nom? Well, we aren't talking about the biggest snub because it's too upsetting, of course, but Miss Addison Ray in Thanksgiving. Thank you. Hello. Literally. Saved the economy with that career-defining performance. I did hear she was very good in it. I don't know. I thought it was all silly, and then I saw people getting truly riled up about the patriarchy and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, sorry. I don't know why I even let it get to me like that. (laughs) It just did. I got a hate tweet. Oh, yeah, I got a hate tweet. Not even, actually, most people agreed with me that it was, like, way over the top. Well, on the subject of Barbie, we do have some... I am excited to see... The final Barbie look for my God. the Oscars yes. and Perch. Yes. So speaking of looks, I think it's time <laughs> for a little segment that we like to call High Fashion. <laughs> so editorial. Guys, this is awesome. This is a billboard. This is super high fashion. Oh my God, that's so high fashion. So high fashion. She was snubbed. <laughs> Put on your, um, what do they call it in Drop Dead Gorgeous? Um, the swimsuit or whatever it was. I forget. Oh, yeah, uh, it was like evening wear, and then you mean the category? Yeah, how they have to like change into their athletic or uh... anyway. There is a new Barbie book coming out from Margot Robbie's stylist Andrew Mukamal. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Mm-hmm. And it is called Barbie: The World's Tour, and it's all the looks as Barbie. This is a dream come true. I feel like this is. This is a win. Yeah. Like, this is cooler than an Oscar. Absolutely. I feel like, especially because of the Hollywood strikes, which stopped most of the red carpets before they even got started, this is probably going to encapsulate everything that was planned, too. The sketches. I'm guessing. The mood boards. Like, there's probably shots of her, like, just modeling the looks, you know, in a hotel or whatever. I think this is very cool. I she made red carpets very exciting for the short time we were allowed to see them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it'll all lead up to the Oscars look, I'm sure. That's a lot of pressure, actually. But I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure they've had a plan, though. Like, yeah. 
Because you know the the rollout, the timeline. Totally. It's going to be some amazing vintage Barbie for sure. Yeah, I I just love the idea of this. I love the cover of it. It's yeah. Margot with all of her little accessories and the shoes and the purses. It's, I need uh, Beyonce to do this with uh, Renaissance. Yes. Just the um, opening ballad section alone. Is literally this. Yes, absolutely. Where's that coffee table book, Beyonce? Where are the visuals? It really should come. But yeah, I don't know when this is coming out to let the girls know. Yeah, not sponsored, I don't know, but... but we love Barbie the World Tour. Great, great idea. A capitalist dream, honestly, this whole franchise. Like, they just nailed it. They did. Yeah. Well, it's, as you know, Fashion Week every week um, around the world. I know, it's starting up again. It's uh, Couture Week, and there is a show that is causing pandemonium across my timeline, my For You page. And I just want to give it a shout out in case you haven't seen it. It's the Maison Margiela Couture by John Galliano, which has makeup by Pat McGrath, where the models look like painted porcelain dolls. Their faces look like glass. And people are just absolutely freaking out about this collection. It's really fucking cool. Otherworldly, strange. But people are... Tits out. Tits out. People are gagging over the makeup looks. And like rushing out to get this like spray on glass style just to like emulate it. I haven't seen a panic like this in quite some time in fashion world, but you know, just a little actual high fashion editorial moment here. Shout out to something that has actually inspired and excited the girls is always exciting. Know what this reminds me of? Oh. Maybe it was too ahead of its time for certain people. Uh, the fighter music video. Honestly. And also. <laughs> I am, who am I? Am I, who oh, am I? Oh, I am, am I, who am that, I? Like, yeah. Yeah. You're right. The hair styling and the outfits. You're right. And the walks where they're doing that kind of like, it's literally Fighter by Christina Aguilera. Yeah, they're doing um, like, sort of like disjointed, yeah. strange walking. No, I know. it's. Um, there's articles about how this is going to change fashion and stuff and, and how much people are, are gagged by this collection so shout out to and also uh gwendolyn christie who closed out the show with the like very cool tits out look stole the show there's a lot of great looks though yeah art art i mean it's cool i'm seeing like i follow a lot of muas and a lot of them are like gagging and freaking out that this makeup look even happened so oh they're gonna be doing the tutorials oh absolutely jacqueline hill is gonna put down that stanley (laughs) Did you, oh, hairy doll makeup. <laughs> did you see Jaclyn Hill did some like sponsored event mm-hmm. and her look was literally Christina Aguilera. No, I did not. It was like this leather um, oversized oh jacket that reminded me of Stripped Live in the UK. Uh-huh. But like, yeah, because we know Christina loves like that big black <laughs> leather oversized shoulder. Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, she was giving... Xtina oh. again. I've made up this narrative, by the way, that like Jacqueline Hill is an Xtina fan, but I feel like she has to be. No, she said that. She said that. Okay, good. Yeah. So this shade is so good. And I'd like to give a shout out to I don't know if you follow her at all. Um, Erin Parsons, the makeup girl on TikTok. No, she likes to collect like makeup from the 1900s and stuff. And she the 1900s. Mm-hmm. They had makeup then. I mean, like the you know the nineteen early nineteen thirties. For she tries to get Marilyn Monroe's original 
uh, lipstick, all that kind of stuff. Oh. Yeah. But she actually like did a deep dive of this show and pointed out the reference from Fellini's Casanova. Oh. And it even the movements in the movie are what they emulate on the runway. So she kind of showed like what the inspiration was for this show, which is very cool. Yeah. That one outfit looks like uh, Bob the Drag Queen's uh, celebration tour opening. Oh, yes, yes. Marie I mean, Antoinette. obviously, like, yeah. Madonna, but... I don't know. Well, fashion. I love, I, you know, I have fashion friends, and I loved watching them collectively get riled up, and I was like, oh, this is actually a moment. Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, there's such an element of theater to it mm-hmm. that kind of was gone. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Look at us. The intersection of... Fashion, theatrics, production, and music. And I should point out, speaking of burlesque, that the theme for the runway was A Night of a Thousand Shares, and one of the queens did share oh, promoting burlesque red carpet. <laughs> yes. And it was just like her in a leather jacket. You know, they still do that I like remem- Getty image. Yeah, I remember. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I, I did die when I saw that. But actually, for the most part, the runway was a sleigh because a lot of Cher's iconic looks are just sort of award show performances and, and TV shows and not only like music video. So they were able to get in a lot of really good iconic Bob Mackie looks and stuff. Speaking of burlesque, not sponsored, but I did see that the show in the UK got extended oh. through the fall. I got an email that was like new dates. Oh my goodness. That's, that's a good thing, right? So yeah, I think it's at two different theaters or whatever, but. Well, we're just going to have, we got plenty of time to go. Yeah, we do. So we'll see what happens with that. We will. Not sponsored. Well, I think it's time for our next segment that we like to call TikTok Talk. Talk. I should just do a Minnesota accent. You should, honestly. During the entire TikTok Talk. We got Addison. I don't even know what I think that just transformed into like Brooklyn. Yeah, that was like Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Australian. Anyway, Addison Rae <laughs> is back. Back, back, back again. With a fucking Super Bowl ad. I mean, legends only. She is selective with her work at this point. Super Bowl ads are nothing. I cannot, and yet I can. Uh, she is doing an ad for Nerd's upcoming Super Bowl commercial where she's coaching a mystery student and the ultimate star of the game day commercial on dance moves for a performance set to the classic "What a Feeling," uh, she'll she's she plays a vinyl record of the song, shows off her dancing, and hits the splits as she works hard. We don't know who the mystery student is yet. No, there's like a mystery person that she's teaching these dances to. She tells people, "I can't say too much about who I'm coaching, but I think it's going to be a very exciting reveal." Obviously, I had to work very hard to coach it, so we'll see how the star does on the final performance. Huh. Huh. Now, this ad is giving, do you guys want to rock the spots, ladies? It's like, extremely it's, twister this dance. This is her twister dance moment. It is. Also, why is Nerds doing a Super Bowl ad is what I, like, yeah. do you have that kind of money? I think so. They're, like, always, you know, at the movie theaters and stuff. Right. So it's like, why do you need a Super Bowl ad? <laughs> like, you need to if, ride, how do you not know what a nerd is? To remind the girls, I suppose what a nerd is and maybe gen z doesn't know nerds as well oh i don't know who do you think the guest is do you think it's like something funny or like an actual legend 
I don't like obviously my my head went to Britney first, but I don't think she's doing it in like commercials or anything like that. Yeah, for nerds candy too. Yeah, I and to be like coaching a legend feels like weird. Like maybe it's somebody funny, probably like a like Travis Kelsey or like a football superstar or something. I feel Do like, they have a mascot? Because I feel it? like it would be disrespectful if she was like coaching a pop legend. Well, so, some of them so, she should be coaching I, because <laughs> She's out here moving better than a lot of these girls. Well, now you said it. Um, she's got a real sense of humor about this. She posted um, a grid, including her quote to Billboard, where she said, Honestly, I'm in my nerd's gummy cluster era. I'm soft on the inside, but got to be a little bit guarded sometimes going into the year, protecting my soft center. <laughs> she's very self-aware for as ditzy, pop girly as she comes across. I do love a nerd's rope. Oh, Not yeah. sponsored. Mm. Way to rock the the ropes, ladies. <laughs> Watch, it's like Janet or someone like the, That's legendary. what I was thinking, but then I was like, that would feel so weird and almost disrespectful. Yeah. So that's why I think it's somebody funny. Who could use a dance lesson from Addison Ray? Oh, God, so many. A Dua Lipa. <laughs> trading season's <laughs> over, ladies. <laughs> oh, trading season's just begun. It sure has. R- rock the spots, ladies. <laughs> Well, Addison also talked with Paper Magazine this past week. That's right. And she praised Sophie. She has long been known to be a Sophie fan. It's great. Like somebody, there's like an update account that posts like what she's listening to on Spotify. And she had always been listening to Sophie. Oh, she has yeah. that public? I Yeah. Yeah. At least before, maybe a certain level of pre-fame or like lower fame. But people, she had mentioned Sophie before too. Taste. Taste. She has it. Some people just have it. They're born with it. Yeah, we still haven't had any updates really about the music, but... The vinyl's out. I kind of want to get it. Oh, yeah, I pre-ordered that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do feel like she will... The general public will catch up at some point. Uh They have to. It's a little bit superficial of us. Heidi Montag, I mean. Honestly? Yeah. Do we think in like 10 years there will be like justice for... Maybe so. AR. For me, I just want that Ellen Von Unworth like artwork in yeah. the vinyl form. Like she's, it's so good. It's so girly pop. So the girls here get it. They absolutely do. Well, you some guys do. get it. Some just can, they, they literally hear the words Addison rain. It goes in one ear out the other. And I, no matter oh my God, how there they go again, there they go again, but then they listen and they're like, Oh wait, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Yeah. I was a hater once too. Yeah. I hated on obsessed. We're born to hate. And then we love, love, love. Yeah. And then it was like in my top 10 most played. And I was like, Oh, she, yes, she did. That's always how it... I was an Ariana hater. I was a Selena Gomez hater. I was a shader, (laughs) I should say. Shader. I always come back around. Mm -hmm. Well, also in TikTok news, Julia Fox. Yeah. Our social media queen. Yeah, social media correspondent. Yeah. (laughs) Just did an interview on a red carpet talking about how she has a ghost in her apartment. Yeah, her name's Beauty. She lives in the house for pretty much her whole life. There's a shrine for her in the basement. Yeah, that was the really interesting. I was like, what is this shrine? And like, I'm thinking of Helga. Remember? Yes. From Hey Arnold. With the gum shrine. Shit, shrine. To, mm-hmm. uh, her son sees her all the time, but she's a nice ghost. Okay, but see, that's the wild thing about this is mm-hmm. like, because they say kids can see things. Can, yeah. She says uh, they're not worried about it at all. She's nice. And I, I, I believe her. I believe her too. Yeah. And I am telling you right now. <laughs> that nice lady over there is not real. 
I don't, I'm really curious for anyone listening who has kids, Mm -hmm. because a lot of our listeners do, what would you do if, like, your kid came up to you and was just, like, talking to, like, it's like, oh, that lady standing in the corner. Yeah, no, I feel like that happens very often, and people have stories about their kids just being like, oh. Yeah, or their pets. Yeah. Just, like, suddenly, like, watching something. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Hey, who, never say never. I'm a believer. (laughs) Yeah, I, I... I can't say no to anything these days. If superficial can chart again, <laughs> anything can happen in this world. <laughs> if selfish and superficial can chart, <laughs> then ghosts can be real. Yeah. I haven't had a ghost experience in a while. Hmm. But something else is haunting my FYP, though. Uh-oh. Corporate Erin. She's she's back in a big way. She's, she's not, back no, she's in left. a yeah. really big way. She's on the she, news. Yeah. She's making the press circle she is circle back file up with deliverables yeah she uh now she's doing the bit on local news and she hilariously showed up with a giant mug of coffee yeah, actually the lanyards was so good and the lanyards the one interview that she did where the interviewer was like oh so what do you like to do for fun yeah. she's like well when i you know like i'm not untying lanyards what do i <laughs> what do i like to do for fun i think she's so funny absolutely also, the beat, mm-hmm. she was giving beat yes. on local news. She was. Corporate Erin stepped her pussy up from the <laughs> she news. <did. laughs> she was giving, like, come on. I know. She honestly, this is one of those things where it's like, if SNL wants to sort of cater to a more modern times, like have a corporate Erin skit or something. Oh, Like you have her appear her on Weekend Update. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, that's how you can kind of incorporate TikTok culture, get that new audience and stuff. I could see it. They could easily put her in Absolutely. some kind of a skit. Yeah. Ideas, free ideas. I find her so funny because she would be the one where she would get a beer at the holiday party mm-hmm. and be like panic buying an Uber at like 8.30 p.m. <laughs> like, oh, they can't see me drunk, you know? Uh-huh. But you know she wants to shake her tits yep. and like let loose. Absolutely. Take those lanyards off, <laughs> shake her ass, but she can't. Because she's HR. I know. She's also super triggering because it is, it does hit a nerve. Yeah. If you've hit, if you've worked at all in corporate, it's like, ooh. Oh, that, I wasn't going to, I'm not going to say the username on here because I don't want to draw more attention to it. Yep. I know what you mean. But there was a guy who posted a video of a Zoom call that he was on. Mm-hmm. He was like, I thought this was like actually corporate Aaron and mm-hmm. it was someone giving a speech. I don't know if this is a bit. Or if this is real. I think it was a true recording from a team's meeting. It was like a recording from a team's meeting. And it is spot on. Same inflection. Everything. Spot on. Well. Yeah. It is funny because it's relatable because it's true. So I'm not surprised there are true corporate errands out there. Yeah. Because it certainly strikes, hits a nerve. (laughs) (laughs) Hit a nerve. (laughs) Also on TikTok, Paula Cole. Oh my God. Legend. Legend. Is now on TikTok. And she shared a story about her song, I Don't Wanna Wait. Iconic song. Which turns out she owns nothing from the master. Right. The original version she recorded in the 90s um, was part of a, she said, terrible, no good, ultra bad recording contract that she signed. This is a tale as old as time. We know our faves have, so she hasn't seen anything from the master of that. So she re-recorded it in 2016. Which is before when Taylor did her re-records. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Um, 
on a 20th well, anniversary edition. Before oh yeah, that Taylor too. Yes, yes. Um, so if you want to use the song for your creative work, she asks that you use her 2016 recorded version. And then there was a follow-up uh, video from that where they started sending that version up the charts. Yeah, TikTok came through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she pointed out that the the song has entered the top 100 iTunes pop charts. And I think that's probably just the beginning. I think it'll build more. Because I one thing about the TikTok audience when they're activated for like a social cause or like a by the way, I was fucked over with my label deal. They will send that proper song surging up. Oh, for they her. will stream. Absolutely. It also has the nostalgia mm-hmm. from Dawson's Creek. Oh my God. So all it needs is one good sync placement and uh, you're honestly, good. Honestly, if any of the actors from Dawson's Creek like did something with it, like on TikTok, it would act it would help so much too. Yeah. Wow. And we're gonna put it on our playlist. Oh, that's right. By yes. the way, if you didn't know, we have a weekly playlist Legends where we only weekly. Throw all the bops from the week on Spotify as well as Apple Music. So you can check that out. Well, Paula Cole's a legend. And I do hope, and I did see it in the comments, there is a request for Feel in Love next, which would be iconic for her to do another re-recording of that, that my favorite and Britney's favorite. If you've seen that scene from Stages, which we've talked about uh, when she's like getting ready in the backstage at Mexico and she's singing along, uh-huh. She's like feeling all her oats to that song. It's so good. So we'll wait and see. She's done uh, Where Have All the Cowboys Gone? I mean, legend, Bob. legend, legend. Next up by popular demand, Feel in Love. And somebody commented, Britney's favorite. Oh, it's Ben from the, oh, a friend of the pod wrote Britney's favorite. Love a legend on TikTok. Put it on an EP and we will support it. Yeah. Well, before we get into the new music of the week, do you want more Legends Only <laughs> every single week? I feel like I sound like Delta Work. Why do I? I'm like, well, I love that. Do, well, if you do. Yes. <laughs> every single week after this main episode that you hear here, we do an after show after the show over on patreon.com slash Legends only. Where you can get exclusive access to our after show after every main show, as well as unlock four years of bonus content from Salt Lake City recaps to road trips. We have dozens and dozens and dozens of bonus content there. You will also get access to our exclusive Discord community where you can chat with us. And if you are an icon, we just did our 31st Icon live chat this past week. It was four and a half hours long. <laughs> we, the first the two girls and a half, did not want to log out. Well, yeah, I was having fun we were having with fun. the girls. So we record all of them and we post them so you can listen to it on a replay. This week's was like a two and a half hour one. And then we just kept going. Mm-hmm. So shout out to our Icon supporters who had the after live chat show. Mm-hmm. We were sharing like old high school photos. Oh yeah, and so the girls, I put. Oh my god, the photos. There that are we things in there. In yeah. there, in our prom, prom photos. Oh. <laughs> the suit that I wore. I, I should put, never be speaking on high fashion editorial ever again. I, after I, that photo. On the contrary, I think it gives you all the right to. So yeah, that is on Patreon this week. We have a lot to discuss in the after show. We're going to be talking about the Taylor AI drama, Dua Lipa, and we saw Madonna. Mm-hmm. It's basically a double episode every single week. So if you want to go there, 
to support us. It really means a lot. And we hope that we keep entertaining. You can also support by giving us five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and a follow. But shall we get into the new music? We shall. One song that I wanted to shout out this week by Petite Biscuit. And I feel like this is because I am on like a cozy game kick again, Mm -hmm. which is very like 8-bit, relaxing inspired. Mm -hmm. The song is called You Don't Ignore the AJ Remix. It's very the midnight 8-bit vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. That kind of nostalgic yeah. feel. Yeah. Loving that. For the cozy gamers out there. Yeah. I need to get into that. I think it would definitely like help me unwind. It's addicting. Yeah. We yeah, were farming you, the other farming, day. Right? And it was like, I was like, oh shit, it's late. <laughs> you just like, it zends you out. Yeah. There's a reason. Some of you have seen me play Fortnite. I get very competitive. Mm-hmm. So I just need to relax and farm some tomatoes instead. <laughs> Go farm some tomatoes, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also a late-breaking one, and I forgot to put it on the, the sheet. But I, before we get into the next one, I'm putting it right here. You know her. You love her. We actually mention her every single week. Inna. Oh, yes. <laughs> has a new bop every New Music Friday. But this week is one called Cheeky. It's in Arabic, English, and Spanish. It's so good. When are they not? When are they not? But this one, I just feel like she's, t- she's just hitting all the right notes. And it's just, she's just a global legend. She's perfect. R- Queen of Romania and beyond. Coming to New York soon. Coming to New York in, in April. April. We will be seeing her. Sun is up. Hot. I can do it. Yes. So shout out to Inna. Although it's every week is a shout out to Inna. I know. I'm still, I have this love on oh, yeah. repeat. Like I'm like, wait, I'm still. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun show. Oh my God, it will. That's her era's tour. She's going to have to do 80 hours of hits. Oh, and it'll be just constant dancing the whole time. Yeah. I've never been to that venue. The Sony Theater? Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Slay. Small. It's cute. Well, this next song has certainly... (laughs) It's... um, We're in the middle of it still. We're in the middle of it. Yeah. Megan Thee Stallion's back with a new song called Hiss. She sure is. And she bits. She bits. And, well, I want to be fully uninvolved and watching from afar as this plays out, I will say. However, uh, the timeline's very entertaining right now. Mm -hmm. The cobra was poked and the cobra bit back. I And she didn't miss. (laughs) I'll say that. (laughs) The shady tweets. Yes, I was uh, looking at the shady tweets. Um, Shady? What? I don't know about that. The fans, I mean. Oh, oh, yes. yes I have yes. been scrolling. Uh... You look stupid. You look so goddamn stupid. I wish you could know how stupid you look. It was bad for her. Right. It was really bad for her. <laughs> and yes. I was sharing the the shady post towards her. Oh. She's tired. <laughs> I know. Girl. See, when you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. I can't believe you just played the whole so song. Bad. So I got to be real with you guys. <laughs> you look like f***ing clowns. <laughs> oh. 
Oh. Icons like your grandmother. <laughs> and that's the See, here's the thing. I didn't have, no one could say I said anything. <laughs> that's the thing. I'm like... I am not saying anything. All I'm saying is, uh, oh, wow. I don't want to slay her. <laughs> it's, um... Which is difficult to get. Not everybody has that. <laughs> well... Where do we go from here? Where do we go? I I feel like we let this play out because I feel like we're definitely in the middle of something. I'm not getting involved. I'm I not getting involved. Me. It's that Gemma Collins meme. Mm mm mm. No, nope. getting involved. I'm I just want to be involved. me. But uh, she looked great in the video, Megan. Mm-hmm. Oh, eight. Yeah, eight. The video ate her up. I think, uh, yes. So, yeah. Hotties rise up. Anyway, <laughs> um, oh my God. yeah, I think I've gone through pretty much everything I wanted to press. On well, here. from hotties to Heidi's. Oh, literally multiple, <laughs> plural. We need to talk about two outsider pop queens, both named Heidi. Yeah, what the, what the hell? Ha- I mean, we say this every week, <laughs> but like truly what the fuck is going on? It's only the fourth week of 2024. Can we relax, everybody? No, we are out of control again. I mean, it was the full moon. Oh, it was the full moon. I gotta say. It was moon and hard this week. She was full. Yeah. And fucking with everybody. She was. She fucked with me. She fucked with the charts. She did. I believe it. She pulled our our collective ponies. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Yanked. She yanked the tides and our wigs. Yes. She really did this time. I I think it's real. The moon? I yeah. will argue with that. It is a real thing in the if sky. If she can do that to the sea, imagine what she can do to the brain. Oh, yeah. And she did. She sure did. No Smooth brain, no thoughts here anyway. I know. But... Every time I have like a bad day, I'm like, let me... Oh, <laughs> that checks out. Well, if the moon's visible, it's a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty last night, actually. It actually was, yeah. Anyway, the Heidi's. The Heidi's are here. Well... You need your sunglasses at night to block the moon. You sure do. So bright. Miss Heidi Klum here with the unexpected theme song for America's Next... No, Germany's Next Top Model. Uh, Sunglasses at Night. Cover slash interpolation. Produced by Tiesto. Tiesto. Shocking. Yeah. Actually shocking. Wonderland Chanteuse. Photography by Rankin. Produced by Tiesto. Pulling out the, the big bucks. Got this big uh, press release as well. She's taken many paths throughout her career. Supermodel, businesswoman, fashion designer, host, producer, and now... Singer. She proves once again with her new song that she's always in the mood to sing and dance. (laughs) The single uh, is the title track for the upcoming season of Germany's Next Top Model, produced by Tiesto. And uh, it is an update to the Corey Hart 1983 dance uh, new wave song. Heidi says... I was thinking about the moment in the middle of the night at a party when you have been up way too late, your makeup has melted off, you are sweaty and cross-eyed, and all you crave is a pair of sunglasses. That scene reminds me of the iconic 80s hit, Sunglasses at Night. I am beyond ecstatic that I was able to remix and re-record this track with my EDM hero, Tiesto. What an honor. And Tiesto said, Heidi's a great friend. So naturally, it was a lot of fun to work on this one together. We were hanging out, and when she shared her idea to remake the original hit, and I wanted to help her on the production. I love how this track turned out, and I'm super excited for her in this release. So they're besties, I guess. Wow. Yeah. 
I mean, I I liken it to when our actress faves do something like a faster kill pussycat, Brittany Murphy, Paul Oakenfold. Ooh. Um, something like that. Leighton Meester. Leighton Meester. Bop. I mean, I don't Bare naked. think it's bad Bop. by any means. No. It's like good. You could throw this on and like not know it was yeah. Heidi Klum. Totally. I think she has a perfectly passable voice that could do like dance bops. Yeah, well clearly. Clearly. Also her Christmas song is a bop. Yeah. Her I'll debut single forget. Wonderland. I had it on um I had a ringtone of it. It My was phone. a uh it was also for all proceeds for that Christmas song went to a children's charity in her oh. German hometown. Well, That's... I contributed yeah. to that. I think this is cool. I've always liked when an actress or a personality is like, you know what? I want to be a pop star. Like, why not? Why not? And some of them even contribute up to $2 million to create their own albums. So do you guys love clubbing? Are you dancers? Miss Heidi Montag. But first, let me talk to you about Causebox. (laughs) (laughs) If you have not heard our interview where we guested on... Make Spidey famous again. Yeah. The Heidi and Spencer pod. In like the midst of the pandemic. In the midst of the pandemic. It was quite a wild ride. It's why we have some of the soundboard sounds here. Yeah. We were discussing the making of Superficial and how much we enjoyed the album. But I don't think I'll Do It was bopping the way it even was after that interview. No. It was, it took off We did like a superficial appreciation. A deep dive. They saw it. We're flattered. Had us on. us on. And then like last year Mm -hmm. was when I'll Do It really started to take off. It's crazy. I I don't want to say. Maybe it was too ahead of its time for certain people. Yeah. It's just nice to feel validated. It is. You know. Well, Heidi is doing her own, um, from the vaults project first she brought out bad boy which she talked about last year and now we've got one of the earliest demos she's ever recorded which is touch me which leaked all the way back in 2007 oh yeah early early still Um, on youtube the leak yeah but now you don't need to listen to that because it's out because it's out officially from the superficial vault yep ended up uh covering this on my site and uh let's just say they noticed your email from your website oh, yes. that went out, mm-hmm. which, by the way, shout out to Brad's website, mewmews.com. Oh. There is an email subscription yes. that you can uh, put your Subscribe email in too. to, and it emails you. That's how I found out about Superficial 2. Yes. Oh, was I'm from glad. from the headline, the email that went out. Yes. Very casually, Heidi and Spencer announced Superficial 2. They're in the studio um, with... Some songwriters, um, the engineer who worked on Doja's album. Oh. And like an interesting array of people. She's fully in a like expensive studio writing and recording. And I guess because of this continued success of I'll Do It and Superficial Streaming, over a million monthly listeners at this point. Wow. They're going for it. And I don't know how much we can say, but uh, we're uh, definitely, just as we were on the podcast, in talks about who we think she should work with. Hmm. So, uh, who should she work with? Who should I she don't work know. with? Just, just wondering. Hmm. Who knows? It would only be a delight to be a paid off insider actual for this, for the Heidi project. So let's see. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. A bop is a bop. Bop is a bop. But yes, touch me is out. It's one of the first songs for the album she was doing at the time produced by David Foster. 
aka Yolanda Hadid's ex and Catherine McPhee's current husband, and uh, co-written by uh, Cara Diaguardi of American Idol judge fame, and also legend, like, of legendary dignity, songwriter, Breakaway, Blackout, you name it. As we talked about in our special superficial deep dive, she just very incredibly paid for the top songwriters like Kathy Dennis, Kara. Who wouldn't? Exactly. Like it's very Trisha Paytas. Just like, yeah, I bought like ten million dollars worth yeah. of music videos. <laughs> She's like, I spent all my money on a music video. I want it to be Britney Spears. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Freaky is such a good music video. It is. And it's literally Britney inspired. Yep. Like yep. the criminal look. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. I could deep dive all day. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to get back into the where we were at that time when this leaked and I was reading some of the blogs from when it leaked and she had been going around saying like she wanted to emulate Britney, Heidi said at the time, and all the YouTube comments from like 2010 were like, I can't believe she tried to be Britney. It's just, it brought me back. It was just no like, one audience wow. appreciated it though. Which? Oh no, they didn't. Oh yeah. Do you guys remember? I don't feel like we've ever talked about, oh no, they didn't. Maybe, but yeah. Maybe. And they're still around. Yeah. Yeah. There's a live journal called, oh no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's user generated. Mm-hmm. So like you could submit a post and then they would either like approve it or deny it. Yep. I had like a post or two up there once. Same. Same. When I met the Housewives of New Jersey. Yep. My post got approved. Mm-hmm. And it's like me with Caroline Manzo and Teresa <laughs> and Jacqueline. Like actually it's at the theater that's over there. Oh my God. Um, but I feel like that audience. Yeah. Appreciated it. Completely. I mean, it's very expected for the general public to be like, nah. Yeah. But like, the ones who get it, get it. And, I mean, of course, we have Paris, who similarly did the socialite reality whatever to pop star Pipeline. And Heidi did it a few years later. And similarly, Paris was sort of reappraised over the years. I think Heidi is being like reassessed. I mean, whatever. Those are good pop songs. Exactly. One more drink, like more is more. Superficial, the actual title track. Body language. Oh, body language. I wonder if they would do another sample. Well, we do know that she collaborated with Slater, and last year Slater gave an interview saying they did try and sample Give Me More or do a remix of it, but it was too expensive. Okay. But go for a cheaper song then. Yeah, because the body language is Yazoo. Mm -hmm. There's another... I'll show you what okay. I'm... We could just forward it along now that we've got I, a direct well, line. Maybe. Wow. But I mean, in this time where people are complaining about Interpolation Nation and everyone, you know, borrowing from these songs, it, it wouldn't be out of line for Heidi to do her own. No. Also, like, sampling's been around forever. Yeah. I think there's a certain... Oversaturation. Oversaturation. Yeah. But it's been forever, We could of start course. digging deeper... Back. Yeah, maybe that might be the issue. Is like these are still very top of mind songs that people are borrowing from. Or yeah, it's like, that only came out like ten years ago or something. Yeah, like take like a I don't know a doo wop song or some oh, just a melody from something a little more further back. Vintage, something vintage, a little Faded. artsy fartsy left lane. In any case, we're excited to see what comes next because yes, yeah, superficial two is coming. So stranger things have happened, and you can't even say what it's going to do because. We didn't think I'll Do It would be a hit 14 years later. so The rest is still unwritten. Which is slaying its own way through the charts as well, currently. Natasha Bedingfield, unwritten, is 
soaring at the moment. And she just did an interview with official charts. We've got Sophie Ellis Baxter, Natasha Bedingfield, just like having these crazy resurgences. Yeah, the Sophie Ellis is like... It's everywhere. And it just goes off. It always does. It always does. I've heard it out like pretty much every time I've gone out this week. Yeah. It's truly just taking off. Because it's very Jessie Ware Dua. Like Mm -hmm. it fits in with everything that is current now. Totally. Just blends in. I'm really happy for her. Speaking of, actually, we've got even more to discuss. We do. It's now time for the after show, ladies. That's right. We've We're going to head on over up. to the after show illusions lounge. And I'm going to give Brad my Madonna review. Oh, yes. My thoughts. I'm very excited to my hear this. experience. And also the Taylor Swift AI saga. Uh huh. We'll discuss that as well. Over on the after show, which you can find on Patreon. Oh, and next week is the Grammys. Oh, yeah. Then it's the Super Bowl. Then it's the Oscars. Uh-huh. So we've got, yeah. Watch me crash the stage and be like, Margo deserves. <laughs> no. I'll have a complete turn of opinion and now be like, no, she did deserve it. <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot coming up, you guys. We sure do. Have Just... they announced all the Grammy performers yet or no? No, barely. I feel like there's only been three so far announced. I think it's... Dua, Billy, Olivia. For oh. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there will be more. Plenty more. So. Did you see that RuPaul Instagram <laughs> of like Olivia Rodrigo and Tate McRae like in front of the Drag Race billboard? I'm just like, I see you girls or something. <laughs> Love you girls. <laughs> Forget. I did it, but that's so good. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, everyone. Well, thank you all for joining us for another week. But the conversation is not over. We'll see you in the after show. We will see you on Discord. We'll see you on Instagram. And until next time, we will see you (laughs) soon. (laughs) I'll do it. She needs to do like a Heidi's version, re-record that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 